Hello, hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Comedy Couch. With Dennis Hensley. And Tony Tripoli. And a very special guest. Oh. That's my Diet Coke. It's not really a special guest. It's kind of a usual guest. It's like our Ed McMahon. It's sort of like the, yeah, it's the uh, it's, uh, it's chewy. The woman behind the man. It's chewy. Yeah, there How we go. How skinny are you, by the way? Yeah. Nothing tastes as good as thin feels, Dennis. Is it true? No. Lots of stuff tastes real, real good, and I remember it. Yes. That's, that's how it goes. I just remember it. So I how had any of it. much weight have you lost? Um, I weighed myself today, and I weighed 165 pounds. That's amazing. Uh, and in May of last year, I weighed 196 pounds. In May of last year, in May mm-hmm. of oh nine, oh nine, shitty during shitstorm oh nine. Now I gained about twelve or thirteen pounds after Eric and I broke up. Right. So one ninety six was my highest. Right. And then pretty much got off that ten or twelve pounds that I gained because of Eric, because of the breakup. Um, you know, pretty quickly into the fall, but really. Right. When we like when I taped the DVD in December, yeah, I was you know 180, 175. So I'm ten or fifteen pounds lighter than that. So that's great. That's tough going. And but you know it feels great. I have to say, and I'm gonna be in little bathing suits. And there you go. So it around. is what it is. Well, there yeah. you go. Good. When are you gonna eat again, like a normal person? Uh, when I get back from from P town. Oh, so not until then. Yeah, although, um, do you have... But don't you think you want to, like, you don't need to lose, are you still trying to lose more, or you just want to keep at this level? I'm going to stay on this plan until I can't lift my head up anymore. Really? I want to be so weak and hungry that I literally, I'm just like... Right. I want my neck to not even, the bones to right. just completely broken down. Um, no, it's whatever. I just want to have, you know, I just want to look hot in a bathing suit and it's boring to talk about and I'm sure it's way even more boring to listen to. So let's change the subject. All right. Well, um, you're doing well and you have a lot of discipline. So thanks. That. When is. do you do it's, your pictures? Are you doing pictures? Uh, the photo shoot is Tuesday. I, I want a beach ball or some kind of, um, mm-hmm, there won't be, but some okay. kind of, uh, like a slip and slide or some yeah. summary I water wish. guns. Okay. No, no, but great ideas. Not, all okay, great ideas. Fine. All. Just um, I had a few notes. That's sure, all. okay. <laughs> uh, what about you? Any photo shoots coming up for you? Um, not that I know of, mm-hmm. although... What? Uh, Jesse, my DP yeah. from... Um, Gay as a Meatball. Gay as a Meatball, who I love, want, has, uh, is always kind of doing fun stuff mm-hmm. and shooting things. and he, So he wants to do some fun pictures sometimes with whoever. Um, so we might do something like that. But um, you know across the street from where we live yeah. is this... Uh, fenced-in, like, lot where they right. store old carnival rides, but not big ones, but the kind you would see outside of a grocery store or whatever. Right, like in front of a Kmart, you put yes. a quarter. It's like three little tiny horses that just go in a tiny right. little circle. And and yeah. I've been telling our friend Gabriel about this lot forever because I think it would be I just a don't know how to get in it. photo shoot. Well, Jesse, we, we, we went on our bike ride a few weeks ago. They came here. They parked here, and we rode yeah. from here. And so they parked right across the street, and Jesse was like, Oh my God, what is this place? What is this place? And I said, I know it's like this place, but I never see anybody there, but it would uh-huh. be an amazing photo shoot. And he was like, oh, I'm all about it. And he was climbing up on the fucking fence and yeah, of course looking was. over and we did a lap around and he climbed up and all of that stuff. And I said, well, I'll try to see if I can find anything out and, you know, maybe ask mm-hmm. the nearby businesses or whatever. And, uh, I never did do that. All right. But, great story. Well, no, but he did. <laughs> he came over here one day with, um, this guy named Michael Serrato, who was on yeah. the first season of The Big Gay Sketch Show and does this drag character, Heaven, and Jesse's going to shoot his next video. They went around and talked to all these people, and the last one they talked to um, knew the person to call, and Jesse called them, and they're going to do something in there. Great. So um, That'll yeah. be exciting. It's very exciting. It's always been right under my nose. It's like, like the neon graveyard in Vegas for... But for those little cheesy, cheesy carnival, carnival yeah, rides, to- those little rides that would yes. be in front of a market. So um, that's all I got on the photo shoot uh, department. But it's, right. you know, I've seen that place and thought, yes, top model, something happened I, there, and now it might. I have, um, you know, Facebook issues. Of course, um, I have, you know, maxed out at the 5,000 friends. Yeah. And I really only have like 48, 60 something, but it won't let me add anymore. It says you've reached the maximum. That's weird. You can't add anymore unless you delete some. 
Yeah. And I've delete anyone now that posts some shit on my is it called a wall? Uh-huh. You post some shit on my wall that is uh, answer 10 questions about that's like an application or I sent yeah. you this candy heart through fucking Farmville or whatever. You send me one of those, I delete you. Okay. Boom, it's over. That's the this nice. artificial friendship is over. terminated no for warning. real. You don't no, get a warning. you're deleted. I don't want to fucking and I had a dear friend who twice now has posted her own video on my well, with no just literally to promote herself to my people. Like, hey, watch, check me out. And I've deleted them both times, but now I've deleted her as a friend. And she's like a real life good friend. Yeah. I think people do that. That's but, how they get the word out. And maybe well, it's not cool. You don't, yeah, that's Who fucking bullshit. Mouthhead. Huh? Who is it? Um, oh, okay. She's, you know, and she's super, right. you know, pushes. The, anyway, so whatever. She, um, but anyway, so here's the thing. I now. You know, because I still get, you know, 40 or 50 requests a day right. because when you have that many friends, I think you keep coming up and everybody's recommended. Right, right, right. You should be friends with thing. Mm-hmm. And and they tell two friends and so right, on right. and so on. We and all saw so the commercial. They all, you know, send me these friend requests. So I reply back. That I have this little like sort of cut and paste form letter that says, oh, I'm really sorry, but I'm at the max, but join my fan page. Right. And I somebody wrote back, fuck you and fuck your fan page. All right. <laughs> that was their whole, that was their email back to me. Like, as if I, like. You didn't and, make the rules. No, I'm but sorry. what happens when somebody that you're good friends with that, say, just joined Facebook, wants to be your friend and you don't have room for them, but it's somebody you're friends with? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that what to do in that situation because right. I can't. What's what if weird your own is, mother wanted. Well, I can add wanted. if someone if there's a friend request, I think I can add a couple more people. Mm-hmm. I can't send a friend request to anyone. It gives me a message saying you have too many friends. Yeah. But uh, there was somebody this week that I did a show with years ago that got back in touch with me and I was able to accept their. Friend oh, OK, request. good. Because so, that's yeah, the so, bummer is if you if there's people that you really want. That you can't make but room yeah, for so, in um, uh, your page. Gearing up for Provincetown. So I have a story. Oh, good. Okay. We, um, you know, The Dish, we did two episodes this week. Right. Uh, of The Dish. Because you have a week Daniel off. Fischl, which means I have next week off, which is thrilling. And I'm just going to sleep and, you know. Are you going out of town for Memorial Day? Naughty. No, I'm not. Okay. Um, and although... Uh, Breadloaf might be coming to town for a visit. Oh wow, mm-hmm. he's back in the. Picture. I heard from him today. Interesting. So I thought he had a um, boyfriend. Yeah, well then they broke up and so yeah. whatever. All right. Um, so that loaf might be hitting the road really? and uh, driving to L.A. Can to you eat? Stay is that here on your diet? Couple... I will. Make... I don't think <laughs> it technically counts as carbs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, <laughs> it doesn't stay in your I... mouth. Exactly. <laughs> if you don't swallow it. Just... Right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm allowed to chew it. I just can't, can't swallow it. <laughs> um, that's disgusting. And so anyway, um, I went to the Burke Williams Spa Friday. Yes. Um, because I had, it was time to get my Botox done. It's right. been six months. And Is that where you get it done? Mo- yeah. They have a place, uh, called Spa 7 that's there. And right. it, and I like the How girl that did it. How many times have you done it? Once before. Right. I got referred there by our drag queen friend who books the male strippers. <laughs> right. I said, do you happen to know a Botox place? And he was like, oh my God, honey, call this person and ask for this guy or call this person to give him this code. Yeah. Like he had the super We can hookups. probably say it, right? So Willem. Our Willem. friend Willem, and yeah. he Who's knew young. a code. Literally, he goes, "Say this, and it'll you'll get a reduced rate." And I like said whatever he told me to say to the specific person. Yeah. And so my rate for Botox is less than the public, and I don't just because of knowing him. That's amazing. So he's super connected. Yes. Anyway, so I and I get a very very little because I still want my shit to move, but whatever. So it's time for me to go. So I make this appointment to go Saturday, Friday, while I'm taping two episodes of The Dish. Um. The they call and say, "Hey, the girl that you like, that we made the appointment for you for Saturday, isn't really going to be working tomorrow. Sorry, it was my mistake. Is there any way you can come, you know, t- at seven tonight? Yes, actually, I can because we'll certainly be done with the taping, and I could. Okay, so, so I go, um, 
to the spa, and it's one of those deals where you go like an hour early, and you yeah, sit you in the steam rooms and, and the and yeah saunas. Yeah. So I'm going, I'm relaxing, and it's been such a long week, and I, it's just so nice. And I'm sitting in the steam room, and there's nobody around. I'm all alone in the steam room, and then the door opens, and some two people walk in, and it's very steamy, of course. But immediately, I can tell that the first guy is naked and gorgeous, like. The fantasy of who you want to come sit in a steam room with you, right? And like the point, like it's that. And then I can't really see who's with him, but they're to- they came in together. They like they know each other, right? And so I'm like, wow, this is hot. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna fucking do anything, but still, it's like, hey, this is exciting, right? And uh, he sits down really close to me, and it's a tiny little echoey steam room, and he's like, hey, dude, what's up? Like really loud. And I do the thing that I do when you're in a steam room, like when I'm in the steam room at the Y and a bunch of people from another country come in and they start cackling like chickens in another language really, really loudly. Right. I ask them a question, but I say, hey, you guys, do you know what time? Do you know what time the gym closes tonight? Do you know what time they close? Yeah. Because my psychology is if I'm whispering, then they will realize this is a whisper area. Right. P.S. It's never worked. Okay. So (laughs) I so this guy sits there and I was like, hey, dude, what's up? And I go, oh, nothing. I'm just uh, just relaxing, just relaxing in here. And he goes, well, I'm Jordan. It's nice to meet you. And this is my publicist, Ben. So that, that, that's like the weirdest thing for somebody to say. Like, we're three naked it's guys. Two of us are wearing towels. Jordan's just balls out. And um, he literally, in the first three seconds, is saying, this is my publicist. I love that. So Was I decide. Was he publicizing his cock? I decide I now have to fuck yeah. with Jordan. Well, because Jordan wants you to talk about his career. So you, I go, Jordan wants I go, to talk about really, Ben? That is so interesting. What agency are you with? Oh, I have my own boutique agency. You're kidding me. You seem awfully young to have your own. That's really impressive. I have a lot of friends that work in PR. It's a fascinating industry. Yeah. So tell what other clients do you have? Like, I'm literally like, so tell me about your so other clients. You're acting like that. So now Jordan is like, yeah, but, uh, but I'm naked and I work out a lot and my dick is out. And and I said that I publicist, so I must be somebody and you're not taking this bait, right? So, and I kind of think <laughs> that Ben might know what's going on. Yeah. Um, and so Ben and I are just talking and talking and talking. And Jordan is like getting all antsy. And so... um. So then, you know, they leave and then I leave or whatever. And it's, you know, there's a lot of like, you can only be in there for a few minutes because it gets really hot and you have to step sure. out and cool off and have a, an apple or something. Anyway, so then um, I'm going to leave and I'm getting ready to go for my appointment. And I walk out of the steam room and they're in one of the hot tubs, which is like a raised a platform area. And Ben goes, hey, Tony, come here. I have to, t- I have to ask you something. And I'm like, oh, and he's like, it's I have to, we have to talk business. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, okay, now he's gonna like work as client. So I had talked about I'm a writer on this show, The Dish, blah, blah, blah. So I come and I get in this whirlpool with him. So now we're now three naked guys that are actually naked. Right. And he's like, so uh, I have another client that's on that show, Kendra. And do you think you could book her? You know, on, could you show a clip if I if there's a good clip? Can I email you and give you the heads up? And I was like, yeah, because that show is so fucking unwatchable. If there's a good moment. I'd love the warning and he's laughing and like, yeah, it does suck. And so now Jordan um, is like kind of, again, annoyed that he's not getting talked about. And somehow at something I mentioned being 40 and Ben goes, wow, I didn't think you were 40. And I go, yeah, it's the worst thing. Don't do it. Don't ever do it. Cause that's the worst thing you can do. And Jordan takes the little cold towel off his eyes. He was like laying back with the towel over his eyes. And he looks me up and down for like a really long time and goes, you know what? You don't look that bad for 40. And puts the towel back over his eyes and lays back. And I go, oh my God, thank you, Jordan. Uh, Ben, your client's an asshole. And Ben starts laughing. And Jordan doesn't really react. And Ben goes, no, seriously, you know, you do. You don't, you don't really look 40. And I go, okay, so that's two compliments, one from an idiot and one from a liar. None of, these, none of this matters, you guys. And now Ben is laughing at the idea that I'm calling him a liar for being a policy. Right. So it's very light and it's very pleasant. I leave. Get shot, the poison shot in my forehead. I'm leaving. How long does that take, by the way? Two seconds. I mean, you it's, feel it? It's, yeah, you've, but it's, you know, what, yeah. it, it doesn't hurt or anything. It's just, I get like four little injections. It's really like not even worth the gas. But anyway, 
So I'm leaving the elevator at the little shopping plaza where it's located opens and out walks Kate Gosselin. Holy shit. In more makeup than I've ever seen a biological woman wearing wow. in my life. And she's with the big, tall, silver-haired bodyguard. I guess. And then there's like six or eight other people in the elevator that I assume are her hangers-on and whatever. Right. Not and her kids. They get, no, they, she doesn't have anything to do with them. So <laughs> then she gets out of the elevator. They breeze past me. And I'm like, that was Kate Gosselin. Like, we just shot two episodes of my show today. And in both shows, we make fun of her mercilessly. And, like, I have to talk to her. I can't let this opportunity pass me by. Right. So it's one of those, like, you have to act fast. Like, there's no time to think. It's a re reflexive action. And I go, right. excuse me, Kate, um, can I just tell you one thing real quick? And I'm really nice the way I say it. I say it in my sing-songy gay guy voice where I lift my shoulders up. And I'm like, hey, Kate. Oh, wow. It's, can, can I just tell you one thing real quick? Like, really right. friendly. And she spins around on her high heels and goes, ugh, what? <laughs> like, she gives you full Kate Goslin right out of the gate. Like, it was like those dentine ice commercials right. where the girl blows the frost out of her mouth and the guy can literally yeah. write on the window and the text. That's amazing. Like, she fucking shut me down so fast. And I'm feeling good because I know that I don't look that bad for 40, according to the Jordan, right? And, right. you know, now I look better because I've been injected with poison. So right. I'm feeling confident. She fucking deflates me so fast. So, but let's not forget that the reason you wanted to talk to her is so you could have a story because you like to make fun of her. It's not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kate, I really admire the way you're holding up or I thought you did great on Dancing with the Stars. Whatever you were going to tell her was a load of shit. So I... Proceed to tell her my load of shit. <laughs> right. So I take a deep breath. And now I'm dying to know what your load of shit all consists the hangers of. on are gone. It's just Kate and the bodyguard. Those people weren't even with her. Yeah. I don't know what she's doing there, because all that's in that complex is an indie movie theater. Yeah. Crunch gym. Yeah. Which she can't be going to because she's got a ton of makeup on. She's in this tiny mini skirt, high heels, um, like a Trader Joe's and like a California pizza kitchen. Which is closed. There's the CB2. Oh. There's the, there's like, the... no place that she would be going. Pink and they, they came out of the elevator, and they were going to go up the escalators. They were going to something on the second floor. Well, there's also business offices there. Okay, well, then she must like be Like, TMZ is there. Oh, oh, well, then that makes total sense. Okay. So, she spins around on her heels and goes, oh, what? what? And I just thought, oh, God, this is what those kids go through every time they're fucking hungry. And um, so I go, um... I'm a writer on this TV show called The Dish, and it's kind of like the soup. And we, you know, make fun of you all the time, but we love you. And like, you've really, you know, been really good for us because, you know, you provided us a lot of fun stuff to like, you know, tease you about. And anyway, we just shot a special sure episode today. Great. We shot this special I'm sure episode. She's thrilled to hear this. I feel like if I sing song it, maybe it's oh not insulting, but I say, and we really love you. And, you know, you've yeah. got to know that. E that you're on TV and people make fun of you. And we love, we do it with love because we're girls. Like that's what I'm trying to maybe articulate, which I'm uh, clearly not. But, um, and so she's like uh, sitting on her hip and oh, I, I wonder why. And I go, um, and today we shot a special episode that's going to air next weekend. And you know, you should watch it because oh, we award you the golden brass knuckles of excellence because we award you like the um, biggest, best fighter of the year, you know, <laughs> but the best. And that's when I start to realize what I'm saying to her isn't really a compliment at all that nice, but it has the word best in it. And so yeah. I just kind of go, you know, best, like trying to make her, but it's silly. Right. And I just assume that anyone else that we make fun of on the show, they probably love getting made fun of. And right. Clearly, Kate Gosselin is not that person, and no. I should have. And so she goes, what show? And I go, um, The Dish. And as I'm answering it, she shoots the bodyguard this look that is clearly the look that means get rid of this person. Yeah. Like, I, I'm done. I've given him my really friendly moment. Yeah. And now you have to bodyguard me and get me out of here, yeah. even though she was a brittle cunt. And so... She's like, what show? And then she shoots this look that I totally know what it means. And the bodyguard goes, and what 
and he's interested and he's laughing. He gets the golden brass knuckles of excellence is like a silly thing. Right. And he's English. So he's like, what network did you say it was on? And I'm like, style network. And he goes, we'll have to look for that. It sounds really funny. And I go, yeah, it's really silly. And, you know, but you come out on top as the, like the best fighter, you know, of the year. And he was like, well, good on you, Kate. And she's like not appreciating it. Yeah. And so they sort of, so anyway, so she looks at me when I go back to her and I'm like, you know, best of the year. And she goes, oh, <laughs> but I wish I could articulate how many colors there were in that one syllable of, oh, cause it was like, oh, I don't get what's funny there. Yeah. And oh, okay. I shouldn't have been so mean to you because you're really trying to be nice to me. But then also, oh, this is the nicest tone I can even make. Right. But still, oh, with this disdain. And why did you stop me to tell me this nothing trifle bullshit? Like, there were so many different op opposing things happening in that one oh. Yeah. Oh, it was incredible. She's kind of a master. So then I texted everyone from work. Oh, my God. I just fucking met Kate Gosselin. And I told her she's in our special. And she frosted me out. So, um... That's, That's my Kate Gosselin my you story. You met her. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. So, um, wow. But I will tell her. you this. She's got a rocking little body on her. Good. So, as she much was dancing as, with some stars. Yeah. And you know she's flying in her finale number. She's coming back for the finale this week. Good. And she's dancing and going to do some flying thing. I think on cables. I don't think it's on her broom. I think it's just it's like. Just literally cables. Yeah. But um, she's going to fly. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. She believes she can. Well, I think that's really good. So, whew, that was quite that a was story. amazing. I'm really mad that I miss Miss USA. I didn't even got it on good. the TiVo. It was really good. I like and... the girl that won. She looks beautiful. Yeah, she doesn't talk very well. Right. And I really wanted the girl that was first runner up. That was the girl sure. that I wanted to win. Right. Um, but I think it's funny that people are upset that there's a Muslim. Oh, I think it's awesome. Yeah, miss USA, She's like gorgeous. Like, as if she... Well, she's clearly a terrorist. Like, it's clearly. so... She well, if she's be, not, she knows one. But she couldn't be any more westernized. Like, she's running right. around in a bikini. Yeah, like, where's she going to strap a bomb to? This is not she's, someone who is yeah. in a burqa all the time. Yeah. You know, fucking praying to all... Like, I don't think she's really a practicing... I think she kind of has just an ethnic name. Sure. The, what, uh, who hosted? Um, was it Lopez? Curtis Stone, that celebrity chef that's on Celebrity Apprentice right now. He's English. Okay. Frosty Planner. And then... Natalie Morales from the Today Show or something. That's, they were both horrible. That's lame. Yeah, Where's Lopez? Bad. Although there was one girl that I, I tried to clip for the dish. There was just so many good dumb girl moments um, that we had to choose. But there was this one awesome moment when she picks her card out of the bowl for her yeah. celebrity interview question. And she's very tall. This girl is like 6'2 or something. And like with her heels on, she was like 6'5. And I guess this Curtis Stone guy is, you know, normal 6'1 or something. So she was taller than him. And he was like, right. wow, you're really tall. And so he gets down on his knees and holds the mic up, extends his arm up, like doing like a bit. And he goes, how tall are you? And she goes, I'm great. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing to me. And I she know... missed the word tall. Like, how are you? Yeah. She was hearing, oh, how are you tonight? But it was, he got down on, like, he was clearly saying something. <laughs> no one would get down on their knees and then say, hey, how are you? How's I'm the weather great. up there? I'm great. Like, it was so, like, a peek into her, a beauty queen's mind. Like, sure, I'm great. you're thinking. Uh, you just yeah. overheard my little affirmation. I'm great. Yeah, yeah. she was, the, yeah. So. That was her inner voice. But yeah, you missed it. That's, god damn it. Um, well, I went to a production of The Normal Heart this week, which was a reading yeah. of the play uh, for the did Gay and Lesbian Did it feel longer Center. because it was just being read, or does it clip along? Uh, it was fine. It didn't feel short, but it didn't feel, like, endless. Okay. Um, I'd never seen the play before. It was written by Larry Kramer, of It's course. old school. It's old school, and I knew yeah. it was about the early days of AIDS, but what I didn't realize was it was his story. He, it was, yeah. it's, it's He's the main character. And and was that his first play? Was it may that, have been. I think that was like his first play, the thing that kind of put him on the map. He had and written, then he, he became done some super screenwriting. Legendary. He had done some screenwriting, and then he did that, and then he's written books. I love him because he fucking stuck with it. Like, he was like, I'm going to be the cranky, angry guy who's basically right. Like, right. you know what I mean? 
but I'm going to be like that. And he, it's 30 years later and he is still, he's still like that. And I love him for it. Well, we had him on radio with a twist. There was, um, a couple months in there where they, they were a hundred and gay celebrities or whatever that they were honoring. It was something month. And we had Martina Navratilova on one week. I'm sure she's a funny, we had Barney, Barney Frank one time and, and we had Larry Kramer. So do you have to have a speech impediment to be on that list? Yes, you do. Because all three of them talk funny. Yeah. you. That was part of it. Okay. Uh, it's gays who talk funny. And tonight, Welcome. Um, so we had Larry Kramer on, and it was just a, supposed to be like a 10-minute interview, and we're honoring you or whatever. And he was so cranky and, and confrontational. So what are you doing? What are you doing to change everything? Well, we we're out and we host a radio show. Like that was the longest fucking interview of my life, and he we were all just doing butt tucks and mortified. Oh, man. He was and it's fucking, over the phone or it's yeah live? over the phone, just okay. jumping down our throats. And um, you know he's very angry and very yeah. um, things shouldn't be this way and this isn't right and we should do something and what are you doing and why aren't you doing more and you know and. Um, what was interesting about the normal heart is that he's the main character in it, and he's exactly like that then. So <laughs> I thought that even, was he didn't even write himself to be more likable. No, but what was interesting is that oh, I thought okay, he turned into this person. Oh no, he was that person then. Yes, and um, and and, and admirable in so many ways. But a part of me was thinking, do you have a moment's peace or joy right. for yourself in your own life? Um. But it was an interesting show. Kudrow was in it. Mm-hmm. Alec Moppa had a little part. Love him. I love the guy that plays Steve on Sex and the City. Yeah. De- Eisenberg. Him who's straight. He was wonderful. He played kind of a Nellier character. And uh-huh. I didn't realize who it was until the end, and I really liked him. And you know he literally auditioned for like eight or ten roles before he got that role on Sex and the City. Like they kept bringing him in for like barista oh, one. Yeah. and like guy that – you know, fuck Samantha and like, right. and they, and they loved him, but he was never really right. Re- and then he thought, here's this re- big recurring role now that's yeah. going to, and there's no way I'm right for it. Um, and I guess he was very different than how it was written. And right. But then they thought, you know what, come in and do your thing on it. And they loved it and they kind of changed it. That's for him. good to know. It's a nice, one of those nice stories. He was my favorite in the reading. Dylan Baker played the Larry Kramer part, which was a weird casting. Mm. Tate Donovan was in it and was appealing. He's super talented. Tate Donovan or yeah. Dylan Baker? What about this Sex and the City trailer? I haven't seen the whole thing, but I can't wait for it that stinks. movie. I hope I mean, it lasts 18 and a half hours. Well, the, the trailer movie. is like hacktastic. And I've only seen parts of it like, we're going to Abu Dhabi. But it's literally falling town. off the camel because she's holding her cell phone up trying to get cell reception yeah. in the middle of it. Like, but I only have one bar. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then she lands on an Arab. Like, it's really clunkety clunk. And I know the whole movie can't be that, and maybe they're just trying to make it... Trailer moments that are wacky. but boy, the trailer, and they've released like 10 minutes online (laughs) of different scenes. Right. And they're just not that good, and someone at work had a really good point. Part of what's bad about these scenes is there's no music. Yes. And so maybe these are stuff that was cut, or they're just like dailies that haven't even been... They're not like the final version, but why would you put that out? I don't understand I don't know. what that. A friend of mine was in a focus group for it, and it was not long ago, within a month. Yeah. And um, everyone else but him liked it, <laughs> and so he didn't like it. And so when they were narrowing it down, yeah, they asked him to leave. Yeah. And one of the guys told him later who had invited him. Yeah, that was the picture was locked, so we kind of got rid of you because there was nothing we could yeah. do. So, you know, they kind of sort of admitted that they kind of stacked the deck on this particular sure. feedback screening so that they could, you know, yeah. report back nicely to the studio. But um, I, I can't wait. I think, see, Brett and I saw it together, the first one. Yeah. And, and we both Palm had Springs? boyfriends. And we both had boyfriends. So this time he's going to be out of town, but I might wait for him. And then we might see if I don't know what we can do. We can. I, well, what if you I, accidentally get a boyfriend in that week that you're waiting for Brett to get back? Then, then he can. I was gonna take my flesh jack, but if I get a boyfriend, <laughs> he could take my flesh jack, and I'll take my boyfriend. Uh huh. So, so you would let him use your flesh jack, but not me. No, he could take it to the movies. I wouldn't let him use it. But well, something just to put in the chair. He lean could put it popcorn back. in it. Yeah. 
He could feed its little hole. <laughs> can you push a popcorn. popcorn through the hole? No, I... but you know what a junior... It likes junior mints. Really? Yes, and Skittles. Oh, boy. And it never M&Ms. gains a pound. And never... Amazing. No. Uh, Mario so... Lopez was on Rachel Ray or something this week, and he was talking about he loves going to the movies, and he loves to hold the M&Ms in his hand until they get melty and then put some popcorn in them and then eat it in one bite. And it was one of those moments of like a celebrity telling a story where you're like, no, you don't. Like you did that once. You don't but believe no, it. No, I don't think that he on a regular basis goes and gets, he goes, I like to get the large popcorn and then like the jumbo size box of the M&Ms that like, it's a like comically large and I don't even share. I just sit there and I'm thinking, no. So you don't, I don't, th- know you that don't that- think he eats that much. He, you don't think he cheats that much at a movie with snackage uh, maybe but i mean doesn't look like he does. i don't want to think that he right does on you know on my plan ice cubes are a cheat yeah so i don't want to think your, that he does your plan have a name by the way <laughs> it's just this certain protein and you just have four shakes a day it doesn't have a name though it well the protein is called pro five okay the pro five plan i yeah. like that that's good you know. um so there you go yeah so um, uh, what? Let's talk about Jessica Simpson's new fragrance. Jessica released a new fragrance this week, and um, it was not chili related. Right. Let me just say it's actually in her perfume line. Right. Uh, this time, and it's called Fancy Night. I like that. But don't you think it sounds kind of like? She's from another country, and it's called yeah. Le Javavant, and it got translated into, like, yeah. to ru- just fancy night. Yeah. Like, it got translated by someone whose English isn't their first language, and right. it was kind of clunky. It's like fancy night. Yeah, for sure. It's like, because it's too on the nose. Yeah. When we come to this country, how you say, <laughs> make a dress up, and right. uh, so we go to a party, and you say maybe it's- Like a prom? Like, uh, yeah. Like, like a maybe it's a fancy night. So yeah. how, how do you say fancy night? Uh, I guess night. Like a, there's like a fancy night, really, but I don't know. I mean. Yeah, with the nice dress, you do hair. Yeah, it's Ken fancy. Can Pavis come over and make your yeah, yeah, well, hair? Yeah. What is this Fancy. Night? It's, it's getting, like a fancy being fancy all night. Fancy so it's night. a fancy night. Yeah. Okay, then you and me, I come to America, we make a fancy night. Sure. Okay. You're not going to be wearing that fancy night <laughs> stinky shit, though, are you? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But yeah, wow. Maybe fancy he's from night. the land of Integria. Have we Fan- talked about the land of Integria? Night. No. My fantasy is that I meet a guy from the land of Integria. Wow. And he starts every line with, in my country. Yeah. In my country, if a boy make a phone call to us, we call him back. Every time. In my country, it's normal. Everybody <laughs> yeah. is this way. In my country, if you make love with a boy and you stay maybe the night, uh, and if you're texting, you always return, always return. In, in my country, everybody is this way. My mother said from the beginning, <laughs> you have to be this way. Um, wow. Just the land of integrity. Yeah. Where they all have good manners. And in my good... country, if <laughs> this guy have plans on you and is uh, maybe it's like we have for a uh, fancy night. Yes, we eight, make a plan eight for o'clock. a fancy night. Eight, eight o'clock. o'clock Always is important you're make your arriving at uh, five minutes before eight. Okay. Always. But no. In America you can <laughs> in America it's no it's no normal. But in my country In my country always everybody a little bit early. Everybody the same. One time <laughs> I was uh, seven minutes, so two minutes over and my mother Oh the talk. Really? Yes. In my country, it's normal. Wow, it's you, just normal. It's, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> in my country, everybody, everybody do this. That's amazing. Como se dice? Is flecky, flecky date? Flecky date? In my country, we don't have this problem. I don't know this word. In my country, it's a different country. Flecking, flecking date. Date flecker. No, I read about it. It's the Syrian breakfast time cereal. The name is kind of like Fancy Night, but it's called Flaky Date. (laughs) And I only know because I listened to a podcast by two gays in Los Angeles. One guy, he said, hope to him. No, hope to he. Hope to he, Hope to he. In my country, we would never have this story. I can't understand this story, why this is is make like fiction? Yes. Yes. It's um, it's, uh, like fairy tales, you say? Yeah, it's fairy tales in my country. It's fairy tales come true. But that's in, the best. Integria. Yes. Blend of Integria. Oh. 
I want to meet a guy from a land of integrity, and wow. every line starts with in my country. In my country. We've never had that. I've never done that chunk. Before. I know in my country. I didn't know that it Integria. was the land of Integria. Yeah, that's. I good. wish I could think of more examples. Maybe I will later. Um, but Tom Ford had a great exchange. Oh, good. That he called me about this morning because uh, Tom Ford and I went went to the ArcLight last night and saw. Please give. Please give, which is so great, and I don't movie. like going to movies because there's other people there, right. and this was worth it. And people behaved well at the ArcLight, and it was a grown up movie, and I like it. It was good, and I loved the movie, and it was casting okay so and i you know it was great um this morning he went to have breakfast at the restaurant he always has breakfast at and i saw him there yesterday uh the bathroom is sort of not connected to the building you have to walk yeah. around the back of the building with like one of those keys on a big mixing spoon right and in my um, country we have this spoon and so he was walking back to the bathroom and someone came out of that area where the bathroom is quickly around the corner kind of not really looking where they were going and too quickly so it's that thing where you almost bump right but the person had a dog with them right and so the dog was much more startled than either tom or the person right but the dog was very startled the dog didn't really bark exactly and the dog wasn't angry but the dog literally was like i guess kind of jumped back and made some kind of a sound like it exhaled quickly anyway and tom noticed it and uh, the guy says, oh, I'm sorry about that, buddy. And Tom goes, no, 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 it's, it's fine. It's fine. And it was like, hey, to the dog, you know, hey, like friendly. And then keeps walking because Tom is a, an animal lover. And the guy takes a few more steps and looks back over his shoulder and goes, I was talking to the dog, not you. Like when he said, sorry about that, buddy. He was talking to his dog. In my country, this isn't never that happen. terrible. Never happened. In my oh, country. it's such a fucking that's typical horrible. West Hollywood asshole oh, story. People, folks are assholes. Like it was two gentlemen that could have had a nice moment right? and a dog, and but the other guy just had to fucking shit on it. Yeah. Do you know? And it's like horrible. Oh, people are yeah. People fucking suck. Um. Last night, I went and saw a play with my friend Melissa Carter, mm-hmm. who used to co-host Twist yeah. with me, and I haven't seen her in a year and change because Twist ended, which is very sad. It is sad. And uh, it was great. We hung out in downtown, and we went to a play, um, The Bengal Tiger at the Baghdad Zoo, which yeah. is worth seeing. Lots of awards. And uh, there was a, we found a little new cupcake place down on Main Street downtown. Uh-huh. We need one of those in L.A. We need a little cupcake. Yeah, so uh, it's great to see her, and um, that's exciting. <laughs> that's it, huh? Yeah, I loved her. Well, the reason that I was free to go to the movies with Tom last night. Uh-oh. Um, Did you have a flaky date? I literally had a corporate flaky date. What does that mean? Well, about two months ago, I got a call from the Harvey Milk Day association people right was yesterday harvey melted yeah Yeah. and they were doing this big event on the rooftop of the madame tussaud wax museum which is next door to the chinese theater on hollywood boulevard and they wanted to know if i would do some stand-up and i said i would be happy to of course i'd love to support the cause and they're going to reach out and try to get a lot of people, but, you know, thank, thanks for coming on board. And, you know, we sent out some Facebook blasts, which I did, and, and you know, help spread the word, and we did it. Okay. And so that was all about two months ago, and there's a number of phone calls, and they really wanted me to, like, sit on, on these phone conference calls. And I was like, well, they're during the day when I'm working, but if someone wants to call me that night and tell me what happened, I can certainly weigh in, and I can certainly – but I'm not really in PR. Like, that's not really – Right. I mean, I can help if there's something that comes to mind. Maybe people right. pick, I can connect. But um, so I'm like really like they really, you know, are getting a sizable commitment from me. And then about a month ago, the actual poster comes out for it, like it, the the PDF, the right. email, and they have a Facebook page, and they're like, "Can you start sending the link out?" Da da da. And I'm not listed on the like the poster like as the one of the appearing people no and it's like here's who's appearing and it's like bruce valanche uh dustin lance black kathina jimmy da 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 and there's no tony tripoli anywhere 
on this list of like 20 people. And I don't hear from them, don't hear from them. And then I email last week to the girl that was sort of the liaison and was like, look, I haven't heard from anybody in over a month and I'm not listed on any of the materials that you needed my help formulating, you know, and like how yeah. do we want to lay, do the layout and what colors were good and like, you know, um, so I'm kind of assuming that I've just been taken off the bill and that you don't actually Ugh. need me anymore. Um, which is kind of embarrassing, but nonetheless, I hope that the event is a huge success and, you know, I hope it's great. And then I get an email on Thursday and the event is Saturday, um, saying, oh no, there's a lot of other ways that you could help us out. Oh. Not dear Tony, no like signature, literally just one sentence. The subject line was Harvey Milk Day and the body of the email was, no, no, there's a lot of other ways you could help out. And I'm like, oh, really? I could pass, I could park cars. I could pass around a tray of hors d'oeuvre. I'm, that's, you would, you would, that would be okay. I'm good and I'm worthy. Like, so I really, that's I got fucking heartbreaking. hope to heed by the fucking Harvey Milk people. Fuck those assholes. Well, I mean, you know, I understand no, that that's... when you're doing a fundraiser and you reach out to nobody's first, and then when you start reaching out to somebody's and they say yes, suddenly you realize we don't have time for 50 people now to do 10 minutes. So we've got to make some cuts and I understand cuts need to be made and no one's going to write a check because I did 10 minutes of stand up. but Kathy and Jimmy could get up there and do something that might actually motivate. Like I get it. I understand yeah, it's a business. They have to be considerate to the but people that, yeah, if that, you're going to fucking call somebody, the way they behave. then you at least put a call in and say, this is a very embarrassing call yes, to make. Horrible. But you eat a little crow, right? Yes. You, Fucking don't burn a bridge yes. with some, don't, you know. Don't hurt. Yes. Yeah. It was really the way they clumsy. treated you, and it was... wasn't mean spirited. It was just uh, fell through the cracks. I'm sure they're all overworked. It's all volunteers. Right, they're not bad but people. You know what? It's that's fucked up. I know. I'm more. I'm angry. In my country, this would never happen. So I. Uh, Fuck. <laughs> so yeah. So that's why I was available to go and see a movie. God damn it. I have one more thing I want to talk about. Okay, good. And we can end on this. Well, I have a, some other things. Well, then too. go ahead. I got a job this week. What? A small job. Why are we 41 minutes in? Because I, you... it's, I just was we're getting it. It's not, it's not that big a deal, but it's a big deal. Um, I met with uh, – I met a guy at a mixer mm-hmm. through my ABC friend yeah. uh, named Narendra Reddy. Mm-hmm. And he used to be a development executive at NBC – and now he's off on his own trying to develop his own stuff, yes. web shows, tie-ins, sure. backdoor pilots, all this stuff. And they have this property that this other person had developed. It's a kind of behind-the-scenes of showbiz sto- sure. story. I don't want to be too specific. Right. Um, and they're going to make a, a presentation tape, like a six-minute sizzle reel, right. teaser, whatever. And I'm, they're paying me to write it. That's fantastic. Spectacular. Not very much money. Well, but, no, but that's... Um, I left that meeting and I was driving it away and I thought, this is what it's like to be hired. Yeah. Or to be wanted. Like, it was such... A, like a feeling I haven't felt in a year. Right. Possibility. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I get a, few, a little more of this and I can lick all of this angsty physical that's effects good. or all this stuff. So... Yeah, I'm um, I'm going to do that, and uh, I told him I had to finish my um, Modern Family first, and sure. then you know we'll do that. But then we'll shoot it, and it's it could be fun, and the people seem cool. And, and you have a DP. I, well, they have one too, but I <laughs> I would bring Jesse anywhere. Yeah, I love him. Um, so yeah, so that was kind of cool, and um, I, I'm excited about that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, we're we're not out of the woods, but I could see like a crack in the tunnel of something. Sure. Because I'm thinking, I think if I hustled everything with journalism that I could in right. terms of every every person I knew, and I still don't know if there's a living there anymore. Right. So it's got to be this other stuff. Yeah. I don't think even if you were, I don't think there's, I don't think the journalism thing, unless you get hired at a magazine, I don't know. So, anyway. but have you seen that two-page ad that's in a bunch of magazines with it? It's all the head magazines, the magazines cut out, that, and yeah, it's yeah. literally they're advertising. Please, magazines. magazines. Yeah, they bring joy in your life. They're awesome. Like I love it, them. But it's so funny how you would never think you would yeah. need to do a commercial for magazines, but 
You do. It's just dying. The industry, you know, yeah. unless it's a tabloid, those yeah. things are fucking, you know, you need People to get on the staff those. over at fucking Us Weekly. No, but it's so lame. Like, I, I, well, I know. I can't really complain, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, but it's like those are the only magazines that are doing it. Um, so, speaking of magazines, the back page of Vanity Fair is always the, the questionnaire. Now, how do you say his name? I think it's Proust. Is it Proust? Mm-hmm. I thought it was pronounced in some really odd way. In my country, we say Proust. Well, Alonzo is probably yelling at me right now. Yeah, the I think it's the Proust questionnaire. But it's the famous questionnaire, what sound right, do you right, most right, like, right, right, how do you right, want right. to die, that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, and a couple months ago, this is the January issue, um, they did it with Carly Simon. One of my very favorite singers One of world. your very favorites. And this is going to One, one of mine, lose. but not yours. I love her, but you're going to lose so much respect for her. This is really going to... Oh, no. Okay. And I can't wait to do this live on the pod. Oh, shit. So I've been saving this, and I keep forgetting to do this. Okay, good. I love it. Because I need it, this to happen in front of people or in front of the tater tots. Oh, shit. So because I want it, because I know you love her so much. I do love her. The third question is, what is your greatest extravagance? Okay. So she's going to do something so super rich person crazy. And she's her answer is... Something Martha's Vineyardy. Asking department store clerks to make up their beds with particularly luxurious sheets and pillowcases, and then getting into the bed and having a little nap. Just in a department store. I'm One of my greatest extravagances in life is going to the mall <laughs> and demanding that they change the sheets on one of the display beds <laughs> to a higher three-thread count sheet. And then I just get in it. I don't know if I disrobe or what. I don't know if I have a nightie in my purse. But I get in it, and then I I ask the lights to be dimmed and the music to be turned Right. It's the craziest celebrity <laughs> but extravagance. But that it's I've ever so heard. crazy that I it makes me kind of like her more because no, it's eccentric. It can't because I can't imagine she does. She maybe did it once, or it's so fucking crazy. Because it doesn't and the thing seem. Is it's not it, really mean spirited, which it doesn't. It just seems eccentric. It doesn't <laughs> seem diva ish. It is so. It's kind of diva ish, but it's more eccentric to me. That to me is like I've been famous so long that I don't even remember what the rules are that don't apply to me. Like not That's only like do the rules Streisand not apply. Yeah, ordering a I'm meal. gonna go to my chiropractor and I'm gonna order what kind of salad I want waiting for me when I get there, because doesn't ever. It's just I'm going. Well, I'm stopping. That just it just seems nutty to me. It doesn't even seem like I can't even. Wow. I don't think I don't. I, I have a like lot of respect just, for her. I think it's nuts. She's. But yeah. I can't imagine her doing it weekly. And then it asks her, what is the quality that you most like in a man? And she says, a willingness to admit wrongness. Very concise. Good. That's a good quality for everyone to have. Uh, What's the quality you most like in a woman? Big shoulders, a soft tummy, big breasts. I am small and she is rocking me in the twilight, perhaps even in a rocking chair. We are likely to be on a porch. She is singing me songs from Disney movies. The you know what? fuck? <laughs> she, the she was fuck. high when she answered that. I mean, it's not as entitled as her, just her greatest extravagance, Dennis. I don't. Is to sometimes think, I, I go to the kooky. Bloomingdale's and they have the be- the linens and I just demand that they strip the bed, uh, wash some new sheets for me because I like them to be, be April yeah. fresh. Like it's so. I don't. I don't buy I it. Sprinkle them I with think lavender she was water. High. I think okay. she was high on peyote with her kid from James Taylor, and they yeah. were on Martha's Vineyard okay. filling it out. What should I put for my greatest extravagance? I think she's a dick. So oh, that's what I got I from don't. it. I got to see her live at Borders a couple years ago. Borders, and she sang right there. She really filled was, the venue, huh? She did. Well, it was. It was a, and um, she sounded amazing. Yeah. No, she has an amazing voice. She's a great I lover. And she signed my CD, and oh, it was nice. nice. See, there yes. was hope then, and there's hope now. There, I suppose there is. I had a weird uh, medicine day today, a little bit, and I think I'm not going to start this new one. I think I'm going to give it a little while. I don't agree with that. Because I don't like the way it makes me feel. Well, but how do you know that it's what in particular is making you feel any certain ways? I think it's the... Um, the new thing that makes me feel um how many days have you even been on this new drug 
like just a week for something like that. Yeah, I don't think you could possibly be feeling anything. No, I feel things. <laughs> I do. Okay. I do. I have side effects. Okay. That aren't pleasant. Yeah. And but, that are worse than, you know, the body aches, and which I can, I'm managing with the clonopin. Yeah. So. All right. Anyways, we'll see. Yeah. Um, the last, the last thing I want to mention is, um, for Alonzo's birthday, we went to a screening of a movie called Midnight. Yeah, which I hear was fan. It's phenomenal. Fucking tastic. Yeah. It was. It was made in 1939. I yeah. think the year that all the great movies came out. And it's Claudette Colbert and Donna Michi, who was sexy. Yeah, of course. Sexy kind of blue collar guy. But the screenplay was just masterful. Billy Wilder wrote it. Yeah. And, and the, like, the queen, right? The stealth queen that's obviously a queen, but no one ever says. Yeah, there's like a kind of a He's just a confirmed yeah. bachelor. Kind of, yeah. yeah. He's, you know, not very well developed, but you get it. And funny. And the plotting was amazing. And... The lines were amazing, and it was like I had gone to see the backup plan like the week before, <laughs> which was just a yeah. shit heap. And first of all, J Lo cannot do wacky. Well, she can't. You have to let go in a certain way, and her whole thing is to be cool, and you you can't do that in physical comedy. I kind of want to like her at something. Yeah, I, I really do kind do. of want to like her at something. I just can't figure out what it is. I don't know why She's, anyone would cast her in a wacky physical comedy. I'm an every thing. girl. You no, know. she needs to be kind of a frosty, but yeah. then likable. Like that's what she can do. Yeah. When she smiles and just she looks beautiful like that on camera, there's a value there. She looks beautiful, and the guy's hot. But boy, wow. And uh, and then you see this movie where they really knew what they were doing, and it was amazing. Um, and I have this plot line in my Modern Family script, and it popped up in the backup plan. And I went to see it with my mm. career coach because we'd been working, and right. we didn't know what else we were going to do. Uh, we'd been working on our book. And, and I just told her we were driving there. I'm like, and I think I'm going to do this idea. And so when this happens in backup plan, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, but nobody saw the backup uh, plan. I know, so I'm not. I'm More not abandoning it. More people will see your spec. Yeah, than the backup plan. Then saw the So I'm not plan. worried. But it was like, oh, okay, that'll be the only scene that deals with that. <laughs> and then, oh shit, there's another one. And then, oh shit, there's another one. Yeah. And I was like, oh mother, like, come on. Well, yeah. So anyway, mm. um, but um, that Modern Family is so good. They can make something as stupid as everybody's wearing white for a picture, and then they get in a mud fight. And yet I didn't they see can the still make it. I was sweet. Was and that touching. the finale? Yeah, this week? it's in the finale. God and damn it! It's. I gotta yeah. watch it. I missed it. I'm missing everything. I don't well, know you guys, happening. we love you for listening. All we right, we'll be back with another podcast real, real soon. That's right. Uh, so uh, don't forget to check out our sponsors, VanityMark.com, the makers of the greatest lip balm in the world, Doctor Kiss. And what do you want to mention your other sponsor? Oh yeah, check out uh, FreedomRainsClothing.com, yes. and that's R E I. G-N-S clothing.com. Uh, really cool t-shirts. The most comfortable underwear I own. In my country, we love this. Yeah, good stuff. In my country, um, everybody is. Wearing. And uh, please email us. We haven't heard from you guys in a while. So uh, send us an email at thecomedycouch at gmail.com. You can always reach me at tonytripoli.com or on Facebook. And you can reach Dennis at dennishensley.com or on Facebook. That's true. Yeah. That's it. All right, you guys. We love you for listening. Bye. Bye.